eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And all that stuff. Dan, beyond the quarterback, obviously, Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, their futures, uh, sources of speculation. Uh, Matt Eberflus, report for the NFL Network. I don't know if it was a report or informed speculation or much of a surprise, but Ian Rappaport speculated that Matt Eberflus will be welcomed back and is likely to return in 2024. I don't think that after – I don't think in recent weeks that that has been in question, although it still could go the other way. What yeah. was your reaction in response to that report? Well, yeah, look, like, and, and oftentimes you have to click beyond the tweet to see what the actual either video or written article says. And it was essentially that if Matt finishes strong, that the Bears are inclined to keep him, which has been the chatter now for a couple of weeks and, and obviously could be fluid. I think Ryan Poles, when asked about this publicly, uh, which at, at this stage of the season is almost exclusively on the pregame show on uh WMVP AM 1000 has, has said, look, like we'll make all those big picture decisions and evaluations when the season ends. And so he has not come out and directly said, oh yeah, there is no question that we're sticking with Matt Eberflus as our head coach. And so the first chance we'll get to ask Ryan about that will be in week 19. And you would imagine we won't even need to ask him that he will probably offer it up uh, when that time comes. And so uh, we're a week away from that now. Right. And, and it's a chance now to, to figure out which direction they decide to go. Um, it's crazy because it is married into the quarterback conversation and whether you stick with Justin or pivot to a new quarterback maybe changes the calculus on what you want to do with your offensive oversight, right? Like there are people in the league that say, if you are going to stick with Justin and you are going to give him season four as a make or break year as a quarterback, then you absolutely cannot 
pair him with a new offensive play caller whose system he has to learn and who he has to acclimate to. And otherwise you're just repeating history all over again. And so like those, <laughs> you want to talk about a, a touch point for Chicago, those who really want Justin Fields to stay may have to get their brains wrapped around the idea that he may be staying with Luke Getze for all those aforementioned reasons. And I think that's going to make some people's brains short circuit. Now, if you want to pick a new quarterback, maybe it does open the door for you to either hire a new offensive-minded head coach or ask Matt, do you want to switch in a new direction with your offense? And if so, what is your vision for the people that can come in and oversee this new guy? Because you don't want to hand Caleb Williams over to a uh, circumstance where you, where you look back in two years and go, oh boy, we didn't think that through quite enough, which is kind of commonplace at Hallisall. For the sake of argument, if the Bears beat the Packers by two touchdowns Sunday at Lambeau Field, as much as that would please the McCaskies, you could see that scenario you just described taking place, that they would run it back. They would bring everybody back, finish with momentum, and use the Lions argument that they're going to carry over that success to 2024, use the draft pick for all the capital to build out the roster, and take their chances in the way that they have rebuilt this season and re kind of restored some hope. That is why you can't draw any conclusions as we sit here today. That's why we continue to say it's not a cop-out, it's just reality. You don't have to make a decision until you have to make a decision. Things change all the time in the National Football League every week's a season unto itself. Well, the other part of this quarterback discussion, David, is it's not going to have the resolution that the coaching staff decision will have, which will come in, in January. This, this quarterback situation could twist in the wind for months. And boy, what a gift to you who uh, hosts a morning talk show radio, morning, morning radio talk show uh, five days a week. Um, but it is going to be a complex time in the world of speculation and chatter and reporting and everything else. If that situation continues to twist the way it presumably will. Listen, until the Cubs sign somebody in free agency, I'm all for it. <laughs> Excuse me. Gosh, I'm, you got me all choked up. All right, so the, the Packers game for a moment, uh, does this – there have been a couple times in recent past, this last decade, the 10-year anniversary just passed of the Chris Conte, uh, Randall Cobb game in 2013. The Bears win and they're in. The Packers beat them. I think they went to the playoffs. And then there was one in 2020, I believe, Dan. There have been times where they have ended the season with similar stakes. Does this remind you of any season? Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Particular. Yeah, I mean, the Bears in 2020 were in a win and in situation at home against the Packers, and they got their teeth kicked in and then somehow backed into the playoffs because some things went down in the NFC West that opened the door for them to steal that number seven overall seed. And that was a really weird day because it was one of the more demoralizing, discouraging performances with the season on the line. And yet they walked out of Soldier Field with <laughs> with, with a playoff berth and a trip to New Orleans. That one is weird. The 2013 game, I, I, I you know, it's a division championship game and there was so much juice in that building and there was so much juice in that building when the bears had i would they have four fourth downs that they forced the packers into on that last game winning drive and rogers converted all of them including the last one uh to randall cobb it was just it was one of those days where you just felt everything heightened i think 
this one this weekend will be somewhere between those two, probably to some extent. Remember, the 2021 came in an empty Soldier Field during the COVID season, so that juice that you feel on game day was not there. Uh, so this one will be interesting. But I, like I say, the the theater of it is fun for me, and I think the significance for the for the players and coaches of the Bears is noteworthy because they, they all understand that this would be a chance to finish with six wins in eight games, a chance to do what the Lions did last year and not only finish strong, but knock the Packers out of the playoffs. And there's always great satisfaction in doing that to that organization. And so um, exciting. It's an exciting week 18 game. And if you would uh, have told me, you know, in week nine that I'd be talking about an exciting week 18 Bears game, I would have said, uh, David, uh, you need to get your, uh, your drug test in real soon. So it'll have some marquee value. CBS is sending its top team, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. I didn't realize until looking that Tony Romo was quarterback of the Cowboys during the Matt Eberflus tenure with the Cowboys on the staff. I wonder if Tony Romo will get any good insight into what the Bears are thinking about Justin Fields or anything else, or if he'll share it with uh, his audience and he'll, you know, get it right. Or maybe he can predict the future like he does so often on third down. But I think that's an interesting little um, connection this week. And I, I don't know uh, if that adds a more luster to the game. It is Bears Packers. It does have uh, some cachet. Uh, I'm glad that it means something. I'm glad we're not talking about whether or not Justin Fields should play or not. I like the idea that, Matt Eberflew said, hey, this is a normal approach to games, oh, and yeah. they're not going to look at week 18 any differently in terms of preserving players or trying to protect them. Yeah, well, and look, it's just it, you have to take advantage of this opportunity, and this is the type of game that if you win it and you win it in convincing fashion, it can carry for months, you know, and it can propel you into the offseason, which then becomes the chance, no matter who the quarterback is, when you start OTAs in May, your chance to, to generate momentum and keep belief going rather than trying to create it from scratch, you know, which has been the, the case in so many seasons before. And so um, fun. It should be fun. It's always a, a nice drive up there. Hopefully the weather cooperates this weekend and then we'll uh, we'll scoot back for for monday the the monday of week 19 typically eventful and then the tuesday wednesday and thursday of week 19 always unpredictable before we get out of here there's there was something i want to ask you about uh matt Eberflus when he talked to the media on new year's day and there are two things i wondered if I, i'm reading too much into it as far as tells he was asked one question about justin fields and then another question about him calling the defenses when he was asked to this, if Justin Fields was a franchise quarterback, I think that he sounded very resistant yeah. into embracing that idea. And he talked around it where I don't know that there's anything that he could have, uh, th there's nothing to lose from saying, you know, yes, he's our franchise quarterback. Yes, he's special. Yes, he's our guy. He didn't say that. So I almost heard no, because he's not tipping his hand by saying anything. You know, if you say that you love him, you're not really telling teams anything except for you love your guy which I think would carry a lot of value. So number one, did you read anything into that? And secondly, when he was asked about calling signals and he called it a passion of his, did it leave the impression to you because it did to me, if he comes back as expected, he's going to be calling defensive signals next year. All right. So question one, uh, I did not hear a yes or no in his answer about Justin being the franchise quarterback. I heard an undecided. And I think that's probably telling. And so I don't think you were reading too much into that because I think that's the general consensus around the league is that it's like, uh, would you check the box for Justin is special or Justin isn't special? And I think a lot of people don't want to check either box yet because they're not sure. Um, so that's that's that. And that's why 
Chicago has had this impassioned civic debate going on two plus years now. Uh, as far as Matt calling the defense, he certainly sounded like someone who found his comfort zone again in, in taking control of that aspect of the team and then trying to find other ways to uh, delegate and spread the responsibility around so that he doesn't have to be um, spread thin as a head coach, which you naturally are if you're calling plays. But it certainly seemed like that would be his preferred direction in 2024 if he stays as a head coach, that he would still be the defensive signal caller on the sideline. And so then you'd have to probably name a coordinator that helps you with things. Um, what happens to Phil Snow? Is there someone on staff that you can promote into a coordinator role? That certainly seemed like, yeah, I know. You think I, I, Phil Snow's AI. He's AI generated. I'm not convinced he exists. I, I just have never seen him on, on campus, on site, on the premises. Of, of all of the, the modern day conspiracy theories in the sporting world in the NFL, Phil Snow isn't real from David Hawes. One of the, one of the ones I couldn't have predicted. I, I just, when this season I've began. never seen him. I, I think he's a Bruce, I just do. <laughs> is there is there some like if you rearrange the letters in Phil Snow, does it does it? I'm gonna work on that. Like who slip or something like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on that because I think it's just a convenient way to take away, deflect the scrutiny and and the criticism. Well, we'll get this 68 year old guy, this fictional character, and we'll insert it. Like they got a screenplay writer or screenwriter, and and he's he fits the bill. But I I, I hope he's okay. 